0: Life today is <laughs> complicated. If you're lacking inspiration, if you've lost a sense of wonder, and have a healthy distrust of traditional institutions like religion, join me as we unlock the sacredness found in each moment of life. In this 3 for Thee podcast, we explore three ideas that will jumpstart your soul and help you live deeply. I'm Michelle, and as a professional minister for over 35 years, I'm excited to be your companion as we allow the Creator's Spirit to move us into the real life we are meant to live. Real religion for real life works. If your mind and heart is open, let the Spirit flow, and let's go. Hello to all. I hope this time of year is restful for you, and I want to thank you for including this podcast in your day. In our last episode, we spent time talking about three human-like attributes of God. We talked about God as beloved parent, God as a BFF or best friend forever, and God as an inspiring teacher. I know most people can relate to at least one positive and loved parental figure, and at least one good and faithful friend, and at least one excellent motivational teacher, It's not really all that difficult to think of God in these ways. But today we're going to explore some of the divine nature of God a bit. And this is where I find many folks get tripped up. It's not always easy to think about the supernatural characteristics of the higher power. And I think there's a lot of reasons for this. One might be our constant insistence on control, control of our environment, control of other people, control of nature, control of ourselves. If there is a higher power, then we must admit, ultimately, that we don't control everything. And that scares some of us. And then there are those that think that divinity is somehow opposed to science and to scientific discovery. Some think that faith in God will require that you leave your brain and all that it's capable of capable of at the door never to be picked up again if that's where you're at consider this quote attributed to Albert Einstein he says never lose your holy curiosity I take this to mean that to be human is to want to know as human beings we were given intellect that other creatures do not possess we use the gift of intellect to the best of our ability but we also find that in the end we can't know everything. The pursuit of knowledge under the umbrella of the holy or the vastness of the divine, which has sometimes been called wisdom, this helps us bridge the perceived gap between our minds and our belief in the other. That's other with a capital O. There are many other reasons why the divine nature of a god might upset us or make us uncomfortable, but let's take a look at the three divine attributes for the day and see what comes up for us. Now monotheistic religions, that is religions that promote a single entity as the higher power, have often ascribed these three divine characteristics to God. Number one, God is omniscient, meaning all-knowing. Number two, God is omnipotent, meaning all-powerful. And number three, God is omnibenevolent, all-good. So let's start with omniscient or all-knowing. Many people feel that an all-knowing God does not jive with the fact that humans have free will to do what we want. But if a higher being is all-knowing, meaning that that being knows what we will do even before we do it, it still doesn't necessarily follow that the higher power will intervene in our free will. In other words, God knows, but God also allows. It's a little easier, I think, if we grasp that God, or the higher one, is simply not bound by the laws of time. Imagine a higher power that does not have past, present, or future as an operating concept. Now, I know that's not easy to do, but I believe that our entire universe also operates apart from time, at least as we know time as humans. It's true, here on Earth we have seasons and the evolution of our own creations. But things like these are here for our benefit as people our world does not completely depend on the passing of time at least to our current knowledge and the universe as far as we know doesn't either there was a fifth century philosopher called Boethius he put it this way he says God being eternal is outside of time but as a creator God is equally related to all moments of time thus All times are present to God in an eternal now. So try to imagine a God for whom all times are the present time. Then you can begin to understand the concept of all-knowing. God knows simply because God is. We do not know everything because we exist in the construct of time. So you may be thinking, well, what does an omniscient higher power do for me? Well, I know for me, a higher power that is beyond time gives me hope that there's a world beyond the one I know and live in today, and that I, too, will someday be free from time, free from aging, and all the things that go with living as a finite being. Having a God who knows all things also means I don't have to know everything. And I'll tell you, as I get older, I've found that to be a great relief. When we're young, we want to know a lot, do a lot, experience a lot, and there's nothing wrong with that, but maturity teaches us that we don't have to be God ourselves, rather all we have to do is learn to depend on God. And of course, in that last sentence, I think there's the rub. The same problem comes up with the second attribute that of omnipotence or being all-powerful. You know, rather than a fire-and-brimstone type of image, I like to think of omnipotence as not being bound by the laws of nature or physics, that the higher power is able to do anything, heal the sick, raise the dead, turn water into wine, and create anything from the most impossible of circumstances, including this beautiful planet we live on. Of course you're going to want to know, if God is all-powerful, then why doesn't God clean up all the messes in this world? Well, that's where that pesky free will thing that we have is getting in the way. We aren't robots. We're not machines. We were not made to be robots or machines. And religion is not a cult of prisoners, at least not true religion. People who choose to believe in the higher power are still given choices in this life and religious people still can choose either healthy beneficial paths for their lives or less healthy destructive ones God does not stop our ability to choose and again if there is an omnipotent being that brought us into existence then we can embrace the truly beautiful fact that we don't have to be in charge all the time in everything Only recently did I come to realize the relief that comes from knowing I don't have to be the higher power. There might be a day when you know you are no longer in the driver's seat, and you might be grateful to allow someone or something else to rule the world you live in. It can be a tremendous gift to know you're not really the one in control. But even as I write these words and speak them to you, I am aware of how many of us cannot let go of the control we think we have even when it's in our best interest to do so. You know, I have actually watched a couple of people allow themselves to get sick and die because they would not and could not accept help from anyone, including God. Our insistence on self-reliance and independence might be the very things that keep us rigid, fearful, exhausted, and in a kind of self-imposed hell. Which now leads me (laughs) to our third divine attribute omnibenevolence that is to be all loving. The higher power I believe in is a God of pure love. It's not the kind of love we look for here on earth. As a heavenly spirit describes to her late spouse in C.S. Lewis's Christian classic, The Great Divorce, the spirit says, what we called love down here on earth was mostly the craving to be loved. In life I loved you for my own sake, because I needed you. Here, we shall have no need for one another now. So now we can begin to love truly. The kind of love we're capable here on Earth, even the most altruistic kind of love, still pales in comparison to divine love. We love here on Earth because we need to continue our species. We need to give each other support and care and we need to make our world a better place. And all of this is wonderful and necessary. But the love of the higher power is best described as all-creating, all-inclusive, and above all, eternal. People who have been loved well by family, spouse, or friends here on Earth can more easily grasp the concept of omnibenevolence But so many people suffer from the lack of earthly love, so much so that the thought of divine love is nonsense to them. If God is love, as we described, why are so many people suffering from a lack of it? I used to tell my son when he was a little boy that the problems of this world, when peeled down like an onion to its core, had only one thing at their core— and that was greed. When massive amounts of people has have as their life goal the accumulation of wealth then earthly love is not being lived out and divine love is not even a conscious thought. And if one's not conscious of love with a capital L all around in nature in animals in other people then there is little chance that one will recognize the true love of the higher power, or anything about the higher power at all. So, to bring all of this home for this episode, religion has, at its core, a belief in something besides the self, and in most cases, that something is the higher power, or God. When we can grasp that God possesses the best of the human character, along with all that is divine, or holy, then we have the true essence of religion. If you've not thought of God lately in any way, why don't you try doing so and see what comes up in your head? You don't necessarily have to believe in God today in order to employ your imagination as to what God might be like. You might find there in your creative mind something or someone out of this world till next time my friends blessings i hope you enjoyed this episode of three for thee and are curious enough to add these three ideas today to your daily life please visit me on facebook and Instagram at VocalXL. That's V-O-C-A-L-E-X-C-E-L. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, we're all in this life together, and our higher power is love. I look forward to being with you as we learn to bring that love into each of our days. Live in love today. Blessings.